Hello, and welcome to the Consider Us CBB Geniuses podcast. I'm one of our hosts, Finley Dunn, and we have two other hosts who will be introducing themselves. Ghetto. Hello, I'm Jack Ghetto. <laughs> and I'm Sam Blonde. Well, well, well. So, <laughs> so this first year, I don't know, we've been following college hoops for a long time. Past couple but, years. Uh, this year as we a just, group. Past yeah, couple years as a group. As a yeah, as a group, last couple years, and uh, this past year, I think it was Sam's idea to do this picks thing. It was my idea. Don't say it. You think so, it was my idea? It was and Sam's it idea. Out. Okay, it was Sam's idea. Then, and why don't you talk about it a little bit, then, Sam? Yeah. So, um, so we've been following college basketball, as Finn and Gatto said, and I decided we should make a picks thing. So, starting at the beginning of this year, uh, I made a spreadsheet. And we pick a game of the day, a lock pick, and an upset pick. And for the lock pick, you have to have a spread. Or you look at the spread on ESPN, and you have to pick the team, and they have to win by the spread to get your lock pick correct. Game of the day, we just pick mm-hmm. a game of the day that we think is most competitive and best matchup. So mm-hmm. our game of the day for today, 1230, is Tennessee versus Missouri. And mm-hmm. then we have a lock – or we have an upset pick. So we look at spread again, and whoever is against the spread, we pick – someone and if they win you get the you get the pick so three picks each player each day or each person each day and then yeah we add it up we have a i made reference pages to so it adds up our stats and stuff and right now i mean we want to get into that so sure. right now gatto is winning with yes, 48 picks at a 45.71 percent win or pick uh correct rate so we're not doing too hot i thought we'd honestly be above 500 i thought it'd be easier Honestly, that really is. I feel like it took us a little to bit get uh, to get going because I started realizing I started really bad. I'll say that. Yeah, you really did. bad. Yeah, Jack but started you really also bad. Have the longest had a streak. Hot streak. You went on a nine win streak or nine correct streak. Yeah, yeah, three straight, three for three days. Yeah, so that was big. The upsets, the upsets are harder to pick than you think. I think locks Just... were also harder to pick, but then you start to realize you have to go low on locks. Never pick a high one. You, that yeah, that's what I learned after a little bit because I would go like a little higher on a lock and they'd win by five yeah. and they I'm had looking, to win by I'm like looking at seven. It right now. And My past couple locks have been by eleven, seven, and nine, and they all lost. Yeah, well, USC yeah. by ten was the obvious one for me yesterday. I mean, Santa Clara. Was... They pl- oh, that was my first time watching them. Honestly, I thought they'd be better. They have one good guy, but we'll talk about that later for yeah. the major. And I'm on a current like five in a row lock streak, and it's been by eight, six and a half, three and a half, five and a half, shout and three. Shout out to Drake. So all pretty Drake. low. Yeah, for Drake real, got Drake. me and Finley or Finn both two uh two locks correct the last two games. Rumor is Sam copied me I on those picks, before, but, but I mean it's fine. <laughs> I'm the real genius here. <laughs> The real genius. Sam was the original genius. He did name the, the group. Yeah. Um, I don't know. What let's say our picks for today. We already said game of the day was Tennessee, Missouri, which honestly is a really interesting game because I haven't watched a ton of them this year. I've watched a lot of Missouri and Tennessee. Um Tennessee's defense. Yeah. I think they're the de- best defense in college basketball right now. Yeah, that's one of the reasons. Yeah. One of the reasons I picked them today. Because I know they've yeah. held everyone under I don't know how much, but they also haven't played that many. They haven't played a great team yet, but still, their defense, when I watch, has really been impressive, and they have spread out scoring. They, yeah, um, and 
They should be fired up. Yeah, for but today. you look at also they, Missouri. Like their first huge game. Missouri, you look at and they they beat. Illinois I've watched a lot. Beat Illinois. Beat Oregon. They have good wins. Wichita State too. Yeah. And then also they play very experienced, which is beneficial this year, as we've seen. They they play. They don't turn it over that much, and they just play like an experienced team. And so I I I think they're yeah. they're good, but I think Tennessee has the edge. Yeah. yeah, that's kind of what I'm thinking. Missouri, I don't know. They, I did not really expect them to be that good this year, so it surprised me a little bit. Yeah, no. They're good uh, up their play. I mean, last year, if you look at they it, got, they weren't terrible. They, were, they weren't no. awful in the SEC, but they kept everyone, so they only got better. Yeah, they got – their top five scores, they got three seniors and two juniors. Well, also, so, SEC's I mean, a down gonna, year, too, so they'll good. still continue to look good. I yeah, feel like this could, be, Kentucky's like this way could down. be a game for Missouri where it gets them like really over the hunch and they really show that they're legit yeah. or it's like a game that'll set them back and be like, uh, come back to reality and they get like blown out by Tennessee. But I don't know. We'll see. Yeah. yeah. I see it as being a close game though. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to try and watch that one. Um, and if not, then I'll watch the Matthew Loves Ball. Shout out to him. He's a G. Shout, Shout out to out. Matthew. My favorite YouTube account. But yeah, I'll watch the highlights on that. Anyways, so for our locks, uh, Gatto, we'll start with you. Who'd you pick for your lock? Lock. I went with Eastern Kentucky by three and a half. I think I've picked them before. I'm not totally sure. Let me check. Do they still have Nick Mayo or Mayo? Mm-hmm. Or no? Because I know I'm they not used to sure. have him. Come on, you want to look at your picks I a picked, little bit? I picked... I picked Eastern Kentucky earlier in the year, and they let me down. So yeah, once a team, nothing like a team letting you down to never pick them again. It's <laughs> exactly what happened. They do not have the Mayo guy. They don't. Okay, they're not as good this year. In theory, they shouldn't be, but they could be. And um, I saw it was by three and a half, uh, small margin. So hopefully they yeah. can. Wait, are you talking about Moreno, nope. Sam? Mm-hmm. Last year, Mayo. There's no Mayo. Okay, never mind. Was that two years ago? That's two years ago. I'm not seeing that. That's two years ago. Year. Are you thinking about no, West? Two years ago. Okay. Yeah, 2019. Okay, so 2019, all... Eastern Kentucky. Yeah, 1819. All right. OVC. They're pretty good this year. They're 7 and 2. The Ohio Valley Conference is pretty good. They this are. Year. Austin P has so been disappointing be out of them. My upset so. pick is Maybe. winning right now. Yeah. It's early, though. First, first pick. West, Western yeah. Carolina over East Tennessee State. That's interesting. East Tennessee State's, uh, they're starting to find their groove. They came out very disappointing. I thought they'd still be good, even though the head coach left for Wake Forest. But then they lost their first game and lost a couple after that, I'm pretty sure. But now they're starting to well, look they better. They lost some of their – Yeah, they lost the Hodges, Hodges and uh, Williamson, Davian Williamson, who followed yeah. um, Steve – Was it, isn't Steve Forbes? The coach. It's Forbes, I know I that. Yeah. So. They yeah. followed him. So, But, yeah, still I thought they'd be a little bit better. Um, um, Finley. What was your lock, lock today, Sam? My lock was uh, yeah. North Carolina over Georgia Tech by three and a half. Ooh. Georgia Tech lost uh, James Banks last year, who I thought was one of the reasons why they were good. And so losing him. Somewhat decent. Yeah, no. And then you look at North Carolina, so they lost their best post player. And then North Carolina has four post players that all are good. And so I think it's going to be kind of similar right. to that Kentucky game when they just eventually they wear out a forward position that's weak on yeah. the other team and then they take yeah. over so i think that'll happen and that's why yeah. i have three and a half yeah. heights small and i like uh i like the odds on that 
so I took it. Yeah, I expect them to Who win. Got My lock. I got Belmont beating Murray State. I don't think Murray State is as good this year, and Belmont's like eight yeah. and one. Belmont's so always good, and the spread's solid. Always consistent. Underrated. Gotta like their coach too. He's good at lips, uh, lips, lips gum. Yeah, and uh, it's only by two. They only got to win by two. I, don't so. know. I mean, Murray State brought back almost everything from last year, and they were competing with what I think was probably a better Belmont team last year. So I don't know. Yeah, but Murray State lost to Austin P last game. Yeah, but so. I mean, Austin P isn't awful. I think I think it'll be closer than you think. I mean, these two are also like. They're always going at it in league. And so I feel like they bring up the best in each other. So I think they'll be close. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised. I wouldn't be surprised if Murray State won, but I, I don't expect them to. I mean, they still got Tevin Brown. Tevin's good. Tevin's cool. Yeah, Tevin. He's not playing as good as um, last year, but I mean, he's still really good. He can turn out. It's kind of like Anthony Davis from Detroit Mercy. I mean, we've seen a couple players this year have regressions. We've seen more than a couple, man. Yeah. I think it. I think COVID's got something to do with it. Just like not the normal build up to yeah. a year. It's got a. Well, some players get better though. Kispert, Timmy. Okay, we, we, we get it. We get it. <laughs> okay, Gonzaga. We get it. We get it number Which, one. That'll bring us into. <laughs> we get it. They're number one. We'll let's bring that into uh, talking about Gonzaga. I think uh, every episode on this podcast we're gonna have we're gonna try and do um, a little like mid major madness segment because i feel like i don't know i feel like the big uh conferences are talked about a ton and i think i don't know i feel like we we talk a lot about the smaller schools so i think it'd be good to have a little segment and today i think it's hard not to talk about sam's sam's boys because it's hard to even look at them as a mid-major at this point because they're so good we might have to exclude i mean i they're still mid-major Let's be honest. They're still a mid-major, but you might have to exclude it yeah. when you talk about it. They're, they got an asterisk by it, I think, now. Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. obviously being number one this year and clearly yeah. being number one. And then you look I at – I mean, look at their talent, their talent man. insane. I mean, you're bringing Nemhard off the bench. He would start at almost every other school in the nation. Yeah. <laughs> I, yeah. yeah, it's incredible. Michigan State would gladly but take Michigan, them. It's weird. I think they could start, too, if Nemhard. But they yeah, just, well, again, they just have too many. We got yeah, Jen says. Well, Nemhart also. I mean, we didn't expect him to play this year, and then the waiver oh, thing right. comes out, and he was like, "I might as well play." Yeah, good point. Because it's a free year, and so you just. I mean, I think you're yeah. seeing a lot of depth on some of these good teams because of that too, like a lot of transfers. For sure, yeah. You just they came and they're not. You didn't expect them to play, but now they are. So like you look at USC and they have a lot of depth now. Yeah. Like, they yeah, just added I mean, that one kid that reclassified. He played yesterday, yeah. actually. Right? Yeah, he did. Hit Reese, a three. Reese Waters. Yeah. He looks pretty good. Um, yeah, schools are getting yeah. better. And they got uh, young guys coming in, too, that, like, weren't going to be freshmen until next year, like Ben Gregg for Gonzaga. Yeah. But uh, th- those guys can come in and play now because of the, I mean, the year of eligibility. And I, it's just weird. It's making a lot of depth. And I feel it's it's got to make it. It's got to make it harder for next year's recruits. Well, I want to know if Just schools – Like all the guys saying. I don't know if schools are really going to like – if those players that were seniors this year are really just going to leave. Because I feel like some might – like they understand the scholarship, scholarship situation and they might still leave rather than stay another year. Yeah, it's weird just for the seniors. I mean, yeah. 
Because I don't know. I think that yeah, I think that's a really interesting situation where like seniors this year could play again another year, which I don't really get. Like I know it's COVID, but we're playing a full year this year. Yeah. Like, and even last year, I mean, they only missed out on March Madness, which sucks. Yes, but in like some postseason tournaments, but like they still got to play most of the year. So mm-hmm. I don't get like yeah, I don't really get why they're doing it. I do like the immediately eligibility. Eh. Immediate eligibility for transfers, though. I like that ruling. Yeah. Yeah. It, it makes sense for this ago. year. You should be able to play. Yeah. You should be able to play right away if you want to. Yeah. That makes it. Yeah. The sit out. I don't know. Dudes transfer so much, and all the like the waivers to let them play immediately makes it stupid. So it's like half the guys have to sit out and half the guys play right away, which is it's not fair. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Should be all or the other. But uh. The other mid-major teams that are really good, I really think Western Kentucky's got yeah. a really good team this year. They got Bassey back. Oh, yeah. I picked he almost them went to the league. recently in a, a upset, and they beat Bama, Alabama. Yeah. Dude, yeah. Um, and so when I did a preseason rankings type thing, and I had them mm-hmm. winning that conference. That conference is stacked, though. Like, the top part of that. Who else do you think could win it? North Texas was good last year. I mean, they only lost one guy, but they kind of replaced him. But, I mean, they're still not looking that great as they were last year. Still a good team, though. Uh, Marshall. Yeah, I guess they got Marshall. Marshall, too. Yeah. They look really good with Kinsey and Jared West and uh, Jameson Williams. They look good. Yeah. I mean, uh, there's another team, too. Uh, what's the other team? I'm, I'm, trying, I'm looking at conference now. I'm getting there. UAB? UAB, yeah, they're they look solid. good. They just got the old Miss coach, right? Andy Kennedy's over there. Yeah, Andy Kennedy's there. Coach. Yeah, okay, so they yeah, you, you, they picked up some good players. UAB, yeah, UAB is the ninth best defense right now. Old? They only allow fifty six point yeah, five Marshall a game. Yeah, Marshall six and one. You Louisiana saw UTEP. Cat, I mean, UTEP beat Arizona two. State too, so UTEP doesn't look terrible. Yeah, and they only lost to Arizona by six or eight. Yeah, I mean, State. it's just yeah. it's interesting. Louisiana Tech doesn't look bad. I think that's one of the best mid-major conferences, in my opinion, this year. I mean, Old Dominion doesn't look terrible either. Old Dominion's always solid. Yeah, so I think that's a pretty good conference this year. Um, I like that one a lot for mid-majors. If we're talking mid-majors, I think mm-hmm. you have to acknowledge them. we are, yeah. Um, uh, I think the, the, other, uh, the other really good mid-major conference, I think, is Missouri Valley this year. Oh, yeah. I mean – but Iowa. the only thing is Northern Iowa is really not nearly as good as we thought they were going to no. be. Once you lost AJ Green, I think that is – I mean, that's the yeah, player of the year in the conference. They lost AJ as, Green recently. That was a player yeah. of the year. I had them second in my yeah. rankings, and that's not going to happen now. Oh, yeah, Missouri. I was Valley. disappointed. They got Southern Illinois. They were yeah. killing it for me. Drake. Earlier in the picks, yeah. yeah Southern Illinois, Drake, Loyola yeah, Chicago, Drake's Bradley. I want to see Drake play a real team. I think I think they're good, but I want to see them play like Bradley or Loyola Chicago, or even Indiana State. Indiana yeah. State's decent in that conference in the middle of the pack. But Missouri State's not bad. Uh, you watch Loyola. Uh, Matthew Lewis Ball posted a Loyola Chicago Illinois State game. Did you guys watch that? I didn't. No, Kret- I did not. Crutwig's incredible. Yeah, Reminds me I've so much of Kronowski. He's a, such a good passer out of the post, and they run everything through him. <laughs> So they, I think, and oh, they have deep. depth. Loyola was playing like nine deep, wow. nine ten deep. Nine, so they still yeah. got, 
I still got Williamson. He's good. Yep. Clemens, Tate, Ubuak. Um, yep. And I got other players. Braden Norris, the transfer from Oakland. He's been starting. He's been looking good. I mean, they scheduled what? Wisco like three days before their game, and they played them fairly well. So yeah. I think I think they'll win the conference, but Bradley looks good too. Hey, every time they play a high conference team, it's a close game. No, Bradley's good this year. They lost uh, Coke Bar, which is, I mean, <laughs> probably hurt them inside. But they got a new seven-footer, Ari Bilia, who's, who's uh, not bad either. Um, they also lost Brown from last year, who was their point guard. And he I was mean, good. yeah. But, I mean, they did get transfers. Childs. Yeah. Their transfers have they done good so far. Childs, too. Yeah, Terry yeah. Nolan transferred in, and Sean East. I know Sean East was from UMass. I'm pretty sure it's Terry Nolan from George Washington. Yeah. Yeah, he is. Yeah, yeah both yeah, those yeah. dudes have been playing good. Mm-hmm. It's already interesting, also seeing um, how many transfers are coming out. I've been paying attention to it and making a little list and. Well, ranking. you got to see a lot. But yeah, yeah, there's there's already a lot of transfers coming out from places, especially George Washington. I think four have already left their school. A lot of mid-major transfer transfers in. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, we're also going to see a lot from the Ivy League, all their best players, because yeah. they canceled their year. It'll be interesting. And I mean, if those guys transferred. They can play right now is what they're realizing. Mm-hmm. So, no, I think the ones I, mean, I already I don't know. are transferring now. They are too late. They have to wait for next year. I think. Are you sure? Because the dudes, uh, you might be right. I'm not sure. I mean, it's probably not smart for them to play anyways because they won't know anything. Yeah, like Ak- but... I don't think Atkinson's playing this year. He isn't committed yet, but he's still not playing this year. Or um, Chris Knight, who transferred from Dartmouth to Laurel, Chicago, recently. Chicago's already got Little Chicago. got two already from my view. Yeah. Huh. I mean, and I don't know. We want to move on to. I I want to talk about some like disappointments so far this year. Yeah, who's looking good or bad, underperforming, or and exceeding expectations? That could be players. That could be players that? too, because like the players, the one teams, anything is, like, we've been talking about in the group chat is a. Uh... I feel like not getting any recognition is Cam Thomas from LSU, the freshman. Yeah, yeah. Averaging like what twenty five, something like that. He's going off, dude. I um, I'm just gonna say I. Finley showed up. <laughs> I watched him in high school, and uh, he wasn't like I mean he was well known, but nobody was talking about him being this yeah, good. Yeah, I mean. And I was watching, and I was like, that kid is really good. I mean, I there think, was I think, some stuff on him. No, there was stuff on him. People were hyping him up. but I think like, he did this at uh, they didn't... Oak Hill. Like, he was averaging 30 at Oak Hill. Yeah. No. Or Mount Verde. Yeah, he's Philippi- Oak Hill or Mount Verde. Oh, Oak Hill. Because I watched them on... Uh, I watched one of the Oak Hill games, and they were... Uh, they were just killing somebody, and Cam Thomas was just... I don't know, he kind of ran that team, and he's just a pure Also scorer. for LSU. I think, it, I think it was a great decision for Trendon Wofford to come back for a sophomore year. Yeah, definitely. I'm always for if you're not sure you're getting drafted, come back. Yeah, I'm always, always for that. Back, I mean, yeah. you look at Kispert did that too. He's definitely raised his stock. I've seen him. I was looking at mock drafts, and he's first he's, round. He's a first round player. He's first round now. Every like everyone I looked at, and then yeah. trying to offer it, definitely four and a half assists from a post player. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's really showing his worth yeah. now. I mean, I I think everyone should always come back, and I also think if you're transferring, even though you can play right away, sometimes taking that year off is better for you as a player. I don't think. Yeah, it is. Yeah, I think people yeah, trying to it rush is it sometimes. You look, you look at a guy like Joey Hauser, who I mean, he was solid for 
for Marquette. He was fine, but I mean, he's been Michigan State's best player since he. How much is that saying? Uh, since he sat Michigan out there, right a now. lot. I think Mich State's good, but they just the disappointing team, Michigan State. I would say. I mean, you saw the Duke win, and they started off hot, six and zero, right, Finn? Start off the year. Yeah, yeah and then they have three, three straight. straight losses. Once you get to tough games, I think. Yeah, Izzo, going into league, Izzo said, uh, he said there might be some bumps early because he needed to fi- – he still just doesn't know the lineup, and he needs to figure that out. And he said he's going to have to try out a lot of stuff, so there might be some early bumps. But, I mean, nothing – nobody expected anything yeah. like that. Just start, start, start game Foster then? Lawyer and you'll be fine. No. Foster yeah. Lawyer's not good. For real. Start Hoggard. Played great versus Minnesota. Hoggard? Yeah. Yeah, I think you need to start him. He's a true point know. guard. He's young. I don't care. He's true point guard. Lawyer is best as a backup, in my opinion. I mean, he can hit an occasional three, but I mean, it's nothing special. He's, he reminds me so much of Tum Tum, but better. Speaking of uh, Tum Tum was a beast. Minnesota that you just mentioned, I think the uh, Big Ten in Minnesota and Northwestern are ex- exceeding expectations early. Oh yeah, for They're sure. Both, I mean, both top twenty-five now, big wins already. Mm-hmm. I think um, when I saw Minnesota lose to Illinois, mm-hmm. I was like, oh, they." I thought it was just like another repeat of like, oh, Minnesota looks solid, but they're not going to be that good. Yeah. But then they started to beat these teams. I mean, they beat Iowa, then go back and smack Minnesota or Mich State. Mich State. And then also what I like to see is you like to see a star, and Marcus Carr is playing like a star for him. Yeah. And the Drake, and, the Drake transfer. Big yeah, guy. Liam Robbins is starting to get – he's starting to get a feel too. Yeah. And so seeing those two yeah. work together, it's like a miniature version of Illinois. <laughs> yeah, with with Kofi and the Sun. Yeah, and they're like – honestly, they are a little bit like Illinois, but just not as talented around. Yeah, Minnesota I mean, plays sixth-ranked Wisconsin tomorrow. I think I'm going to pick Minnesota. Forget I wouldn't be surprised. I'm going to pick Minnesota. I think – I mean, if you think where's the it's game at, I think it's at Wisconsin though. I'll probably pick it's Wisconsin. at Wisco. They're good at home. Yeah, they're good Wisconsin at home. Did Minnesota against Michigan State too. Recently, just yeah, it's hard to look. It's hard to not look cold against Michigan State. Yeah, these big days. tens, big tens um, are hard to yeah, perform. Big tens. Minnesota's always been a team who's way better at home, but I don't know if that's different this year because of uh, the no fans. But they've always been. A team that's just way better home, so I'm probably gonna North Northwestern's but, uh, good too. Northwestern kind of came out of nowhere. They're terrible last year, but uh, I don't know. They lost. They lost yesterday, but still, I was a tough team. I was. Yeah, I was really good. And I, I saw something saying I was better when they play, like not when they rely on Garza and everyone else scores. And I, I agree. I mean, oh, I agree obviously, one hundred percent. They got good players. When they start, if yeah. you don't focus on Garza and he starts passing, and then all of the perimeter players are hitting their shots, I mean, it's a near impossible to stop them. Yeah, we saw that. All you have to UNC. do is outscore them against yeah. UNC. UNC, yeah. When they hit like it was at least ten in the first half, mm-hmm. three after three after three. They got shooters. No, I think some of those. I think some of those guys around uh, Garza are underrated. Weisskamp's a really good player. Really good. Frederick is good. Bohannon has not been playing great, but he he's gonna get no, there. No, but did you see yesterday he went off and versus North Carolina he went off. Also on threes. He's just 
he can yeah. ignite just... it from behind the arc sometimes. Yeah, he's gonna get there. Nudge is like the criner this year. So, yeah, they need another big yeah. guy. Keegan, just Keegan Murray out. looks good. I don't know. One of you said he was. Yeah, freshman. one of you said he didn't look good versus Gonzaga, which he did struggle versus Gonzaga. But he has potential to be a very good player for them. I mean, six points, yeah, one block, one that... steal, four rebounds. Hits the three at point seven a game at forty. <laughs> what is that? Forty. Forty-four percent almost. Yeah, they're going to need him next year because they're losing just a ton of their production after this year. Garza and Bahamian. And probably Wisecamp, don't you think? he's going to go draft? I think he'll at least try. I guess, yeah. Yeah, he's good. Wisecamp is really good. What about the other two starters, aren't they? Seniors or no? No. Uh, Frederick is only a sophomore. Yeah, Frederick. And who else starts? Does McCaffrey start? Connor McCaffrey's junior. Yeah, he's been starting. He hasn't been scoring that much. Joe Toussaint, sophomore. Murray, freshman. Nudge, sophomore. Frederick, sophomore. And then the other McCaffrey. Oh, and yeah, the other other McCaffrey, McCaffrey, freshman. freshman. So, I mean, they got youth, honestly, on that team. Uh, They're a lot less experienced than I thought. They still returned a lot from last year. That's why they are so good. I mean, the Big Ten's so good this year, though. Yeah, I can see ten teams really deserving to go through compared to past years. Oh well, yeah, and ACC and SEC are definitely down years, especially the ACC. Yeah. Florida State has been disappointing, in my opinion. That's one of my disappointing teams. Who? I mean, Florida Florida State, yeah, really? Leonard Hamilton usually always gets this team around, but that loss I thought to Clemson. I think they should have. Clemson's a good team, but I think they need to be in Clemson. Another ACC team that's like a little disappointing is Virginia at four and two. Um, Definitely. Ranked twenty third. I think. I think it all starts with Hauser yeah, there. Three right now against Notre Dame. Well, second half. I think people also yeah. overhyped Hauser. I mean, you're talking. He wasn't that guy at Marquette. He was good, but he wasn't yeah. that guy. In my opinion, I think everyone was saying. I think the Michigan State Hauser is better. Joey, yeah. yeah. I mean, I watch when you watch the game. Sam Hauser is not your typical, I think, Virginia player. He's not. I mean, good defensively. He's just not. Yeah. And that's what they need. That's like how they thrive is their defense. So seeing him, well, it's really interesting. He doesn't really yeah. fit the mold. When, Vir- when Virginia was really good, they had Guy, Jerome. DeAndre Hunter. Hunter. Yeah. I mean, D- those guys D- were yeah. not just. No, yeah. yeah they D- had guys K. that those, could defend those four and shoot. Very, like, four really good players. That were also really good defenders, and this year they got, I mean, Huff's a really good inside guy. Kihei Clark's a really good on-ball defender, but he, he has a hard time scoring a ton. And then I mean Hauser, and then I mean what they else? Shooting also. And they got nothing. Yeah, so they used to have so, shooters and defenders, and now they got just mix and match of one's a shooter, one's defender, but not both. They need a they need a Ty Jerome or a. I uh, actually, I don't know. They, I feel like they need somebody that can create with the ball to so they can get Hauser open. Yeah, because Clark's not enough of a threat. Yeah, but also you look at the other Virginia, Virginia Tech, look great. Virginia Tech's a little bit better than Kevin Aluma is a beast. The yeah, loft yeah, transfer solid. that followed the coach. Yeah, yeah, he's amazing. The coach. He's a beast. Yeah, he's, he's playing yeah. great this year. I mean, their 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 style of it's. 
he brought over the Wofford just shoot and make it. That high clip. And that's what they've been doing. Yep. And it's working. They got uh, the Kansas State transfer too, right? Diara? Yeah. He, who's been starting to play more lately. Well, he's only played four games this year. Yeah. But, I mean, he helps them. Can't really shoot, but he's a good yeah. driver and he's athletic. He's, he's, you remember, he's, he's the guy right. that threw down uh, the, the, the end dunk. of the game. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, who's that verse? I forget. Yeah. That was just a... It was when Kansas State went on that huge oh, run. Oh, yeah, yeah, It was yeah, against, yeah, yeah. like, the one seed in the oh, large yeah. madness. Yeah. Um, okay, another team. I think it's hard to talk about disappointing teams without talking about Kentucky. Oh, easily. For sure. I mean, by far the most disappointing you just team watched them? this year. I've watched, like, nearly yeah. every game. Yeah. I've watched a couple of I don't games. know. They're, they're just, just... They're just not very good. No. I don't know how to it's describe like, it. There's just, like, a different group of freshmen this year like it's just like they're talented though I don't, like you watch I mean, them they still are talented yeah they just can't I win i feel like sar yeah i i don't know how sar doesn't like dominate like he has a little jumper and he's huge and he gets nine points and five boards why isn't he better i mean it's yeah he was second team all acc last year too. probably just because the freshman yeah that's what i'm saying iso just ice yeah. the, the freshman and they play AAU ball a little bit, honestly. It What's doesn't his work. Name's draft stock's going down. Boston, he's shooting horrible. Uh, I mean, yeah. Boston may be averaging the most. The person I've actually been impressed with one player on their team, and it's Isaiah Jackson. Have you, he, yeah, I knew you were going to say dude, that. He's yeah. athletic. I don't know. He, no, he's, he's not polished offensively at all, but defensively, yeah, defensively is for a sure. He's 2.6 blocks. He has. Monster bounce too. I mean, three he re- should, offensive should, rebounds a game. He should stay. I hope he shouldn't. I think I think all of them will stay. Besides Brandon Boston, Terrence Clark. Yeah, I like Terrence. Well, I like Sar and Mintz. Sar and Mintz are seniors, so they're gone. But Askew, Askew's been a little not. Yeah, I don't he know, not good. as good as I thought he was going to be. He did not look good. Yeah. The cr- and they don't have a the ton of depth. Doing anything? Mintz. Yeah, he's good. He he's, I think he, he looked yeah, like he's the been... best player last game versus Louisville. I haven't watched by far. Kentucky. Is. He's the only guy that can actually hit a shot. I mean, one point seven three. So no yeah. one else is hitting above one. On wow. They also are the three hundred twentieth worst three point shooting team out of three hundred thirty five teams. But yeah, that's not going to win you games for sure. <laughs> if you're turning over and you can't hit a shot, I mean, you're not going to win. But there give him credit for keeping almost all the games have been like fairly close. Besides the Georgia yeah, Tech, they, they got one win. They got one yeah. win. We shouldn't be giving no, them too much credit. But still, I mean, it's close games. So, like, if they can get the right switch they need, yeah, they can maybe pull together and get some wins. I think Keon Brooks, they really miss him. They need him. Is he out the whole year? I forget. No, he comes back, I'm pretty sure. But that is a big, big miss not to have him. Should we talk about the old, the Cameron Fletcher incident? Mm. Yeah. Yeah, was- Interesting. Uh, for people who don't know, Cameron Fletcher, like I don't know, he's a pretty big time recruit, right? Freshman yeah, coming in. I'm pretty sure. And I mean, those guys, those guys all expect to, uh, those guys all play. expect to play, yeah, play. right? And uh, he wasn't playing really at all. And then the last game, I mean, he's averaging eight point seven minutes. And then the last game, who was it against? I don't know. They got smoked. That, that video. But, North uh, Carolina, wasn't it? Was it North Carolina? Sure. Wasn't it? I don't know. They, they got worked. But uh, Fletcher played like two minutes. And at the end of the game, 
like there's videos and stuff of him just like I don't know, he just had like a break he had a mental breakdown basically and he's on the bench like crying and stuff and then uh, was it the next day sam uh yeah yeah very next day the next next week yeah the very next day Calipari starts tweet or did Fletcher tweet yeah, first? Calipari tweet first. Calipari tweet first, and then Cal- Fletcher posted a, an apology, which I don't remember. Yeah, I mean yeah. he kind of. Uh, it's just like both ways. Can't, you can't be crying on the bench, but at the same time, I mean, why is that? Why public, did you though? make? Why yeah, is Calipari, Calipari making that public? public. Yeah, he could have sh- said Cam Fletcher's yeah. stepping away from program for personal reasons. All you yeah. have to say. That's all. The nothing more. That's all. Yeah. I mean, that's say. what I think almost every other school does. Yeah, I mean, maybe he feels like there's more pressure because it's Kentucky. So, like, but I yeah. don't know. I think that's ridiculous, and you need to just say he stepped away for personal reasons. But on the other hand, what's his name? Karen Fletcher had no excuse to be crying on the bench. <laughs> like, yeah, you should... can't be crying on the bench about playtime. Yeah, that you didn't never show it out on like the. Maybe you can like not cry, but like you can show frustration inside. Yeah, just to hit Calipari, but don't be showing it like after a game. I think that's. And then also they didn't even go to the press conference that game, I'm pretty sure. And Keon Ricks had to – who didn't even play had to go and do all the press stuff. So, I mean, yeah. Did you guys see one that tweet uh, that said that um, Cameron Fletcher is back with the team? Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's really? back. Yeah. I thought he would transfer for sure. I mean, I know they so, – I, I thought he would transfer for sure. Sh- he intends to stay at the program, but I think after this year he might. I wouldn't be surprised. I don't know why it was so public, especially since he's, it's been like a week and he's already back. But Calipari just, I don't know. He tweeted a lot about how it was just bad for the program. He was probably just mad about losing and he just decided to take it out on I that. Think so well, that's childish. I don't think he'd do that after all these years of coaching. I don't know, man. You also, was, I don't know. Was it, Calipari it was a bad look. I'm not a huge Calipari fan. Um, But it was just, I don't know. It was a bad look for the program, just in general. I got to pick it up this year. Yeah, but I think I think with that amount of talent, eventually they're going to. It's just if it's going to be too late, especially going into conference play. Right, right. Or conference play is Michigan, most it's important. Same, not most important, but like right. The, same. Um, I mean, you gotta you gotta play good in conference yeah. in order to get into March Madness, really. And then I think Michigan State's kind of got the same deal. They got to start. They're going to pick it up eventually, but it's got to be, like, in the next game or two. Because mm-hmm. what Michigan State's, what, 0-3 and they, in Big Ten playoff? 0-3 in league, yeah. And, I mean, none of those games are easy. Even Nebraska's – I mean, Nebraska's the easiest, which is their next game. But, I mean, even they're not terrible. Mm-hmm. Nebraska's pretty good. Um, Ohio State's up 25 on Nebraska right now, by the way. Nebraska? Really? Nebraska's not good. I mean, yeah, but they're not. They were hoping that they'd be like, like the new Iowa State with all the transfers. Update. And they just aren't. Finley's lock is up Update. one at half. Oh dear. Hey, we're well, okay. If we win by another, if they win the second half by one, we win by two, and I get my lock. Um, Arkansas's up five at half over Auburn right now. I want to watch that game. Desi Sills has sixteen at half. Auburn. If Auburn gets Sharif Cooper, no. they could. They could make tourney run. I'll Not tourney run, but they could make it to the tourney. To well, right now. Powell has. Powell's I mean, I think one they're for expected four. That's exactly Powell's what I was looking at. Good. He's got six assists right now. He only now, has two points. Four turnovers. Six assists, though? Yeah, six assists. Though. Still. He's, he's stepped up. He wasn't expected to start. And he stepped up. And he's played well. 
He was leading them in points, rebounds, and assists going into this game. Yeah, no, he's a great player. I like watching him. Who else? I also like watching Jalen. Uh, is it Jalen Johnson on that team? Duke? No, not Duke Auburn. Jalen Johnson's on Duke. Oh, nope. Is I think there's another Jalen Johnson on. That's spelled differently. I might be wrong. You talking about Jalen Williams on Auburn? Yeah, Jalen Williams. Oops. There you go. Yeah, Jalen Williams on Auburn. I like him. And I also like Flanagan. I think they have some, they have interesting pieces. I mean, they're shooting it better than, almost better than last year, aren't they? Last year, the percentage was Auburn? Good. Yeah. Auburn did not shoot that well last year. Besides, no, they got shooters. Yeah, they're, they're nine for 17 from three this, this game. Jamal Johnson yeah. has two threes. And you, Flanagan has Jamal two. Jamal Johnson Cambridge transferred from three. Memphis, where they could really use his shooting. No kidding. They've been no kidding. Yeah, I mean, I think Auburn. I look at them. I think they can make the tourney. Whether they can make a run or not, I think depends whether they get Cooper back or not. Because it imagine having Cooper and yeah. Powell. You have two guards that can pass and both step on offense, along with the shooters they have and the athleticism. That's that's pretty dangerous. No, Auburn. Auburn's always a fun team to watch, and they're always like. I feel like they're always poised to like make a yeah. tournament run. Three in athleticism. I mean, that's kind of what you like to see in the NBA, and that's what Auburn has. It's because they two, have players that can hit trees and then guards, dunk guards it. they had the past couple of years. Yeah, no kidding. They had some legit guards that were just super um, fast. I mean, Javon McCormick was one of the fastest guards in all college basketball last year. Harper was and Harper before that. Harper was even too. faster. Yeah, yeah. And then you got shooters around him. Was a Brown, Bryce Brown, Bryce Brown was a bucket. Dowdy, then bring in Okoro, Chumo Keke, Chumo Keke. I mean, they're always good, and they're always fun to watch. Yeah. Definitely. Um. Yeah, Tennessee games not till not till a little later. Gatto's uh, lock. I mean, upset is looking good. Western Carolina winning right now. That's good. Western yeah, Carolina has Faulkner, right? For sure they have yeah. Faulkner. Yeah. Yeah, he's good. And they have another all-league player. Faulkner's two for eight, but they're still up. I'm really hoping um, if Gonzaga can that... reschedule that game with Baylor. That'd be awesome. I mean, I think they're both yeah, like a step ahead of everyone else. But Baylor hasn't, yeah, played, Baylor hasn't played those games that Gonzaga's played. We've yeah. gone out and scheduled like eight great games. I was gonna say top, also four Gonzaga, top twenty teams. Gonzaga kinda deserves like the beat down games against small schools because they've been playing so many ranked teams. Yeah. Like, good schools. Yeah. For one time like you can look up the schedule and be like, all right, there's nothing to complain about here. Yeah. And then I mean I I, mean, I would say we'd be disappointed if we don't go through West Coast Conference and not go undefeated. And West Coast Conference yeah, is like, guys... as a whole it's better, I think. While we not have, is it? Yeah, I think so. I mean, but Gonzaga's whole, better I'm as saying. a whole this year. Yeah. Yeah. No. Gonzaga, the, is, the team, people, the conference. Yeah. People <laughs> keep saying that the West Coast Conference is getting worse because they see how Gonzaga goes. But honestly, Gonzaga's getting better, and so is the conference. You just don't notice as much because you see Gonzaga smacking them up because they're that good. Yeah, they're just that. They're just that good this year. They should. I think they should go undefeated in conference play. But we'll see. I think they have, they have the. I think they're the only team that's had a chance. And I hate to be premature about this, and saying this, but they're the only team that's had a chance since the Kentucky team. I think to truly go undefeated for the whole thing. I think they'll get exposed. The only time they'll get exposed is when you have to play a team like UNC with post step. 
big post up is the only yeah, issue. Yeah, I think a big post is the only thing that can give them trouble. Mm-hmm. And maybe Baylor's guards, but I think even with how good Baylor's guards are, I just don't see someone stopping Ornega's offense. Yeah, because it I mean, seems like if, if yeah. let's say, Kispert's 0 for 5. Well, Suggs is probably 9 for 14 from the field with like 20-something. Exactly. Yep. And I mean, you and look yeah, at this. Suggs was out. Yeah, Suggs was out these last two games, and yeah, he stepped up and he shot. Yeah. Well, he went like two for or three for three from three point land last night, and the night before he went four for five from three. And so he's only up. way I see you guys losing is if uh, Timmy gets into like a ton of foul trouble and is out like the whole game, and you yeah. guys are just playing like that's why Watson and Bio, and then and then. Even to add on, it, you'd have to be playing a really good team with a really good big guy like in Iowa. Bio. Beast. Bio? He looked good. He looked good. I'm looking him. at it now. It's 17. He, didn't, he looked yeah. good. He didn't miss from the field. Yeah, no, he looked good. So. It, was, it, was, it was crazy. Known but by yeah. his fans as Baby Shaq. <laughs> yeah, no, Finley. Omar over, Bio is a over the last two games, uh, since mm-hmm. Suggs has been out, Ayayi's dropped 19 points. Ten and a half uh, rebounds, four assists, and he sh- hit three and a half threes at seventy-eight percent. Huh. So he stepped up. I mean, we always have a guy that just steps up. I still, yeah, I'm waiting for Nemhart to get his three-point going, which I know he struggled with it last year. But I was he's hoping, I was hoping that um, he could get going. But I, I, he's still a great player. His passing is. I feel like insane. Nembard, in the great situation though to where he doesn't have to score a ton he can be the per- the pass first guy he wants to be like at florida yeah. i feel like he kind of had to get the big bucket or whatever but he can dish yeah. it and give it to kiss for your sugs or even tim in the post so i think he's yeah, in a good passing, situation bro, his passing is so good nemhard really like really helps comes out yeah. yeah they do especially like, like a lot west virginia game we'd have lost if we didn't have him i mean he yeah. stepped up big time in that game and he's he's a good driver going to the hoop actually. Like he can hold his own when driving to the hoop. He does this like I don't even know how he gets away with it. He does this thing where he like he like almost pushes them out of the way. It's weird. If you watch, you'll like his left arm That's an offensive below. Foul. What do you mean? Yeah, I know, but he like <laughs> never foul, gets it man. called though. Never gets it called, not once. It's kinda like a Peyton Pritchard move if he used to do that. Yeah, like it he creates space by like using his other arm, but it's like so sneaky that he never gets it called. It's weird. But yeah. Yeah, um, I don't know. You guys have tons of depth. Yeah, I think Gonzaga should stay at number one for a while, but we'll see. They'll probably stay there the whole year unless they lose to BYU. Only team I can see them losing to in conference play. I mean, yeah, they go through conference play. And I think <coughs> or maybe Sam seven Fran. or like Sam seven or eight of the seven or eight of the teams have absolutely no chance of beating them. But they're not terrible. That's the thing. But they have no chance. No, but that's just that's just because Gonzaga is so good. I think if you stick Mish State in this conference, they would lose two or three times. Maybe, yeah, maybe more. Sure. Yeah. But I don't know. Yeah, BYU's starting to find I their mean, stride, too. They look yeah, good. but we Same wouldn't thing. be losing to Portland. No, we'd, neither would we. Only Oregon State does that. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we wouldn't be losing to San Diego. Yeah, Andy Katz just ranked Pepperdine. the West Coast Conference better than Pac 12 this year, which says a lot. Really? I, don't, I do not agree with Katz on that. I mean, the Pac- Katz is also he does a lot of stuff with the West Coast Conference. The Pac-12 is so, up and down right I, now. It's not as good as I thought it'd be. Yeah, the moment, easy, but... easy state. I thought would do better. I mean, Stanford lost Dejan Davis. I don't know how long he got injured though. 
And then Arizona State, I mean, I I was always hesitant to rate them that high just because they're post play. And yeah. and I mean you look at it, Marcus Bagley been out. That was their best post player, right? And yeah. so they need him. They need I mean, that's that's not much. He's pretty he's they really do. Good. Marcus Bagley. I'm a really big fan of Marcus Bagley. Oh, he is really good. He's really and good. then so like you're relying on three guys to do everything for you. Well, all your other players are and you got guards on the bench that are your other best players. Yeah. They should, you don't they have should, any post. They should be good though. Uh, Pac-12 play. We'll see though. Their game yeah, just remote, got if they had Romello White this week. That loss hurt so much. The Romello White transfer to Wilmots. Yeah, that was huge. I think, I think next episode we should. I think next episode we'll dive into the WCC Pac-12 stuff because I think I don't know. Sam's always talking about how how the WCC is better, but I think, I don't think I don't know if they're better, but it's more competitive than most would think. Yeah, we'll have to look at the games. We got yeah, We need to look at the Pac-12. Always has like five or six solid teams, but and the WCC just has yeah. BYU, Gonzaga, St. Mary's sometimes. St. Mary's sometimes. I don't know. They're pretty always. They're always pretty consistent. Yeah, or San Francisco sometimes. San Fran. No, San Fran's recent. These last couple of years under Kyle Smith and Todd Golden, they've they're starting to find their stride. I mean, I think San Fran soon. Under Todd Golden, they will make the tourney, I think. Because really? I think I think West Coast Conference will get better. And they'll start – they're getting even better recruits if you look at it. I mean, West the Coast coaches, Conference is getting – The coaches in West Coast Conference are actually really good. They're getting more hype, the conference as a whole. Because I remember, like, I don't know, four, four or five years ago when Gonzaga and St. Mary's were both really good. St. Mary's had Jock Landale. Didn't make it. They were ranked. Like, it was a beast. Oh, yeah. yeah, and they were. Mm-hmm. They're ranked. And they didn't make, make the somehow. tournament. That was stupid. That was so stupid. And I think I think now the WCC has a lot more. Uh, I don't know. I think just people think they're better as like a whole. Last, so I think they could. Yeah. Last year they were two, two big leagues. In. Yeah. But also last year, you look at it like college basketball is down as a whole last year, but West Coast Conference was up. Those top three teams were good. Jordan Ford, Malik Fitz, that St. Mary's team. Those two were amazing. Yeah, they beat Those, Waste Scout yeah, early. St. Mary's in the year. was fun to watch. And then yeah. BYU last year was on a different level. I think they mm. would have made a run with how good they were shooting and the, with their depth. Yeah, BYU was good. They're BYU solid was this year with the, the Purdue and it, transfer yeah. and the Arizona transfer. Yeah. I thought Harms would have more mm-hmm. of an impact to be honest, but it doesn't really matter because there's other players that I didn't think would be that good for them, and they've stepped up. Everett has been better than I thought. He still isn't that good when I watch him. I'm still not that impressed. He's solid, though. But Barcelo's played incredible. Yeah, I've seen Barcelo's been pretty good. Very good. Barcelo's really good. Yeah. 17 points, 4.6 points. I think BYU BYU can sneak into the field depending on what other teams do. How how bad the Pac-12 is, how bad the ACC is, how bad the SEC is. I wouldn't be surprised if BYU can sneak one in if they do get in conference play. Yeah. I think league play will be interesting. What's BYU's then, record right now? Do you know? Eight and two, I think. Oh, yeah. Or maybe eight, nine and two. Nine, nine be, and two. Be a tournament thing, I think. Yeah, and they got the, they got if a they win get... over St. John's decent. No, they had someone better win. Though. They had a better win over they Utah. They second. They smacked Utah. Utah's not that good. Oh, they beat San Diego State. That was a big one. Yeah, that was it. San Diego State was looking good before that game. Yeah. Ranked, just beat. They beat someone else good before, and then, yeah. 
Arizona State. State beat Arizona State, yeah. That one yeah. dude shooting like crazy. Matt Mitchell. Jackal. Jackal? Yeah. Matt Mitchell's playing better. Yeah. Matt Mitchell looks best player on the team, I think, by far. He's good. Yeah. All right. Let's wrap it up. Um, okay, thanks again for listening to the first episode of the Consider Us to Be Geniuses podcast. Uh, we'll be back for next week. Thank you. Thank you.